experts. Remember those lessons uh, Sunday over the weekend, and uh, they're in in the old covenant day, and uh, but their weapons you was dedicated to the Lord. Remember when Goliath David went out against Goliath, and uh, uh, David said, "You come to me with." Uh, spears, swords, weapons of war, but David, David's weapon was dedicated to the Lord, and he said, but I come to you in the name of the Lord God of Israel, the God that you were defying his name, and David stood, and that's how we, um, that's how we stand, the, the Lord is a, I think Exodus uh, says that the Lord is a He's a man of war. Amen. Exodus, I think, 15. Let, look me, before I go further, look at that. <coughs> Excuse me. Exodus 15 uh, says the Lord. There's a scripture there that, verse 3. Okay, let's let's put it up there. Let's, let's, um, let's uh, Exodus. 15, let's start at verse 1. Can you all help me read <clears throat> loud? Uh, then sang Moses and the children of Israel this song unto the Lord and spake, saying, I will sing unto the Lord, for he had triumphed gloriously. This is when they came out of Egypt. And the pharaohs were drowned in the Red Sea. All of them, the armies, the chariots overturned, horses was um, was uh, overturned in the Red Sea. And Israel never lost one person. So uh, Miriam took her tambourine, and they begin to sing and praise God on the uh, on the Red Sea shores. So verse 2 is it, I will sing, no, apart, still verse 1 said, I will sing unto the Lord, for he had triumphed gloriously. Remember, uh, ten, 10 plagues, and the, the pharaohs did not want to let Israel go after 10 warnings. And then after he released them, but then he chased at them in the, uh, in the Red Sea, uh, over there, they were cornered. If you if you understand what really was going on, here was the Red Sea. Put yourself in a position. Here was the Red Sea. There's no way you can cross it, especially with about a million or more people, children. And then on your right side, you have the desert and mountains, and on the left side, okay, plus the other nations around. But behind you now were the Egyptians. So you're cornered. Have you ever got in that position where you're cornered and you don't know what to do? Always stand still and cry to the Lord. So this year is a beautiful lesson. I will sing unto the Lord for he had triumphed gloriously. The horse and his rider at he thrown into the sea. Okay, there's there's another rider that's coming. Okay, and God's going to overturn another rider in Revelation 6. 
Now, um, verse uh, 2 now says, The Lord is my strength and song, and he is become my salvation. When, when did he become your salvation? When he died on the cross. Okay? Jesus Christ became your Savior, your salvation. The death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ is your salvation. He is my God. Come on, put some life into that. He is my God. And I will prepare him an habitation. All right. See, uh, today we prepare my habitation. We're talking about our church, having a place to worship. But also my heart is the habitation of God. See, you, you are the dwelling place of God. He dwells, he dwells in you. He is my God, and I will prepare him a habitation. Uh, my father's God. And I will exalt him. He's talking about Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. And he said, I will exalt him. The Lord, verse 3, the Lord is a man of war. Who is he? We just talked about that. The Lord is a man of of war. So these are experts in war. See? Uh, how did they become expert? You want to become expert? You uh, use the weapons that God gives you. See, David could not use uh, the weapon of Saul because he had not proved them. He had not, he wasn't training uh, uh, to fight with Saul's uh, equipment. And the same is it uh, you you cannot uh, fight the Lord who are trained in all kind of different doctrines of men. See, you got to get to the Bible. The Lord is a man of war. Amen. And that's why he fights your battle for you. He, 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 yes, he fights you, your battle for you. And he gives us understanding. You see, remember now. When you have that problems and the enemy comes in like a flood and want to destroy you, destroy your life, tear the church up, don't fight it by yourself. Okay? You cry to the Lord. Remember, he's a man of war. And you want to know what his name is? The Lord is his name. Our Father is God. And he's a man of war. When, when that you're driving on the highway and that person want to bump you or do something. Just praise the Lord and let. Don't you curse them out and chew them out. And stick your finger at them. You let the Lord fight your battle. Amen. Why? Because he is a man of war. On the job. When you got problems on the job. Don't go lifting your voice. Mouthing everybody off. Eh? But remember now. You are an expert in warfare. And it's not just in church, but in, in home. See, you're an expert. Okay? And uh, you don't go around and pick fights. Uh, you don't start fire. The Lord is a man of war. The Lord is his name. Verse 6. Pharaoh's chariots and his host. At he cast into the sea. Look what they did. They rode into the sea. But then the Lord uh, uh, opened up a way. See, God will open up a way where you get deliverance. And you cross over. And not a drop of water touch you. But 
the Pharaoh's trying, they got drowned. Amen. And touch not mine anointed. Don't touch the church. Somebody said, well, oh, I'm afraid. You don't have to be afraid. Because the Lord is your father. And he's a man of war. He fought uh, your battles. And remember that you're fighting a battle, not flesh and blood. But principalities. Powers, rulers of the darkness of this world. And the Lord gave us another equipment in the sixth chapter of Ephesians. Where it says that put on the whole armor of, of God. And he tells you your helmet. Don't uh, you get out there uh, have a helmet on. Salvation. And then you have to have a boot. Okay. Of righteousness. And you have uh, the shield of faith. And the sword of the spirit. Which is the word of God. And then you're girded with truth. Your loins gird with truth. And your feet shod with the preparation. Of the gospel. Uh, that's uh, that's uh, that's becoming an expert in war. If you don't have that on, when the enemy comes in, he will shoot a fiery dart at you. But uh, when you have your armor on, you're able to, having done all to stand, stand there for. See, you have truth, the word of truth, and uh, uh, there's also a Psalms that tells you this honor of all the saints that. That they have a, they have a, um, a high praises of God and a, a two-edged sword in their hands. See, you have that sword, which is the word of God. And you know how to fight. Okay, you know how to use the Old Testament and the New Testament. You're a fighter. Hmm? One can chase a thousand. Imagine one person. One of, one of God's uh, saints chasing a thousand. Oh. Uh, and two, put 10,000 to flight. Pharaoh's chariot and his host, and he cast into the sea. His chosen captains also are drowned in the Red Sea. It doesn't matter who come against you. The devil sent his choice ones, his best false prophets, his best antichrist, his, uh, uh, his best gossiper. His best conniver, his best uh, plotter. Are you listening to me? Yeah. Uh, the devil sent them out. You know, these are angels uh, 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 camouflage in light, uh, uh, wolves in sheep clothing, deceiving, and pretending to be children of God, which they, but God is going to build a church today. God is going to build a church upon the rock. He's building it and he has been doing it upon this rock. Will I build my church and the gates of hell cannot prevail against it. So it doesn't matter who this uh, send out the choice uh, gossiper, the most uh, choice uh, uh, false preachers. You don't have to be afraid. See, because the Lord is a man of war. God will protect you from all of the uh, snares and wiles of the devil. Psalms 91, you'll not be afraid. He that dwelleth in the secret place of the Most High shall abide 
under the shadow of the Almighty. See, uh, his chosen captains also are drowned. Where are they? Drowned in the Red Sea. See, uh, evil spirit comes in, the devil comes in like a flood. But God will wash them away, wash all those evil spirits. And where there's peace and joy in your life, in a church. Okay, verse 5 says, The depths, where? The depths of cover them. That means they drown, they go down. All, do you know that you can cast all your problems in the sea of forgetfulness? You know, that, that thing that bothers you and attack you won't always be there. If you cast it out there, give it to Jesus, and uh, he drowns it. The sea of forgetfulness. And that person that used to bother you, after a while, they don't bother you anymore. Because having done all to stand, stand. They see you standing. And if, they, if you're strong, they won't bother you. But it's if you're weak, and they know when they, they try you out. But when they see that you're not weak, but you're grounded, settled. Where you are unmovable, always abounding in the work of the Lord. And you're not calling them for advice. You're not calling them and pouring out your troubles to them. Because you have another source. You see, you take your, you take your burdens to the Lord. You cast all your cares. You know what he says? Huh? Cast all your cares upon him. Why? Because he cared for you. Okay, so he... He said the depths of cover them. They sank. They're not coming back. They sunk into the bottom as a stone. They're not coming back. Your problems, your sickness, your disease. Give it to Jesus. Cast it into the bottomless sea, the depth. Amen. The depths of cover them. They sank into the bottom as a stone. You know a stone doesn't float. Once you throw it in there, it goes to the bottom. That's what you do with your sin. You cast it into the sea of forgiveness. Into the blood of Christ. Verse 6. Um, it says. Thy right hand. Okay. Thy right hand. O Lord. Who, who, is the, who is the right hand of God? Stephen saw Jesus. The heavens open. Remember? And he saw Jesus standing on the right hand of God. Thy right hand O Lord. Is become glorious in power. See. Thy right hand, O Lord, had dashed in pieces the enemy. That's your enemy, uh, the enemy of the kingdom, enemy of the church. The right hand of God dashed them in, in pieces, you know, smashed them in, uh, uh, in pieces. Verse 7, one. And in the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overturned them that rose up against thee. Everything that rises up. He overturns it. Okay. That thing that bothers you now. Will not always be there. Because God will overturn it. And destroy it. God can reverse decisions. Okay. Uh, God can lift the curse. We came through last year. And then also this year. This COVID was bad. We came through. It was bad. Attack hit our church very hard. But. Uh. But God, here we are still, but God. There was a time, if you just look at the natural, you didn't think you'd ever be back in church. 
uh, sickness and all kind of affliction. The enemy. But when he, when the enemy comes in, like a flood, the Spirit of God will lift up a standard against him. And here we are tonight, back in the house of the Lord. Amen. And we pray for every church is around, not just in America, but around the world. Ministers and pastors that are doing the will of God and fighting the good fight of faith. In the greatness of thine excellency, thou hast overturned them that rose up against thee. And you go. this goes off into the overturn of the kings. Remember Psalms 2, Revelations uh, 17, Revelations 18, and all of that. Yeah, Revelations 20, the enemy, Satan being bound and cast into the bottomless pit. And then the lake of fire. Thou, thou uh, sentest forth thy wrath. See, that's the great tribulation coming up. Which consumed them as stubble. The great tribulation is. Um, you don't want to go through that. Okay. You don't want to go through that. So you want to make your escape. Jesus is the only way out. Okay. It's the not your righteousness or mine. But his righteousness. Verse, verse 8 says. That. Um, verse 8. And. Uh, with the blast, oh look at that. With the blast of thy nostrils, <laughs> you know, the waters were gathered together. Uh, the flood stood up right as an heap. He, he describing the Red Sea, how he parted it, he blows. You know, it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, somebody make a big sneeze. And I've known of people that. Sneeze that it's like it want to jerk your chair. And uh, <laughs> you know you're, it's actually shake your chair sometimes. The blast of your nostril. And when God sneezes out all of that. Um, all, all those things that are trying to hinder the church. Uh, you know God just sneeze it out. Like when a person that. Uh, and that's gone. That's gone. That's what God's going to do. That's what God did with the Pharaoh. <clears throat> the blast of his nostril. Did it say that? Uh, the waters were gathered together. He just make a and that water was parted together. That's what he does. He blows away your problems, your sorrows, your sickness, your, your persecutors with the blast of his nostril. What a God. <clears throat> Amen. <clears throat> and the waters were gathered together. The flood stood upright as a heap. Like, like I'm standing here. The water just rose up. And stretched. Reached out to heaven. And stood up there. Huh? And divided the Red Sea on both sides. And not a drop uh, wet these Israelites. Uh, the, the flood stood upright <clears throat> as a heap. And the, dip, the depths were, um, were congealed. In the heart of the sea. <clears throat> See verse 9. The enemy said. I will pursue. Look. The, the, the God's working miracles. God's doing something special for the children of God. And the devil said. Oh I, we can do that. We'll just join him. We'll get into. We, <clears throat> excuse me. We'll get into that. He says that. I, the, what does the enemy say? 
<clears throat> excuse me, I will pursue, I will overtake, I will divide the spoil, my lust shall be satisfied upon them, I will draw my sword, my hand shall destroy them. That's all the plot, to destroy you, we'll overturn you, we'll take away the church, we'll, we'll, uh, we'll overturn you, we'll have this, we'll have that. See, don't worry about what the enemy said. It's what God says. And what Pharaoh, what Pharaoh said. Okay, never came to pass. It's what God says. God says, tell Pharaoh, set my people free. God came down to set them free. God said he's going to have a church. And he's going to have a church. No matter who fights the church. Do you know that? No matter who fights the church. You say, but we, uh, the, the saints will be killed. But, but you don't understand your Bible, do you? That there's a resurrection. Where you, you kill someone, but they're going to raise again from the dead. And this time, with immortality. So what can you do to a church? Or what, what did they do to Stephen? You, you don't read about those people anymore. You don't even know their names. But look, every age since uh, the Stephen was stoned, in every language, every nation has heard about this man Stephen. Right? Cast down but not destroyed. It says, this is the enemy says. Here's what the enemy said. I will pursue or chase them. Go, go after them. I will overtake. I will divide the spoil. My lust shall be satisfied upon them. I will draw my sword. That's your tongue. You ever seen that tongue like snake? My hands shall destroy them. Well, that's what the enemy destroy. Oh, we're going to destroy the church. Oh, we're going to destroy the past. We're going to destroy that. No. Not if God... Not if God is with us. You don't have to be afraid. You don't have to stay up at night. Nobody can. Because greater is he that is in you than he that is in the world. Verse uh, 10. Thou didst blow thy wind. God just blow with his wind. And what happened? The sea covered them. And, and the Lord still has a wind. The wind of the Holy Ghost. And all he has to do is just blow. And they're gone. That, uh, that enemy, that attack is gone. <laughs> they sang as lead in the mighty water. Remember we had stone and now you have lead. Verse 11. Let's just read on. Who is like unto thee, O Lord? Among the gods, none. Because they, uh, he's the only one that has life and power. Who is like thee? Glorious in holiness, fearful in praise, doing wonders. That's, you want to you wanna have something to pray? You, instead of using words that don't make sense, 
Turn to a scripture like this and get down on your and memorize it and pray. Tell him who is like unto you, O Lord. Verse 12. Thou stretchest out thy right hand. The earth swallow them. The right hand of God is Jesus Christ. And the earth swallow them. My. And thou in thy mercy hast led forth the people which thou hast redeemed. Do you see how mercy every morning? His mercies fail not new every morning. Thou hast guided them in thy strength, holy habitation, Mount Zion. So you don't have to worry. God's guiding you. Well, I don't know if I'm backslide. Where's the truth? You sit down, get your Bible and settle down. And he'll guide you. Where? He guided you. Us guided them in thy strength. Unto where? Thy holy habitation. We've come to Mount Zion. My Lord. Don't you feel like shouting? How did you get there? How did you get there? Now Mount Zion is not over there in Jerusalem. That's not what I'm talking about. Right there in your seat. You're moving towards Zion. You know that? Where do you think it is? You got to get a, a plane and go over there? No. It's right here. It's your heart that's seeking for a better country. It's your heart that's seeking for Jesus. And uh, the Lamb stood on Mount Zion with him 144,000. Let me begin to wind this down. Um, verse uh, 14. The people shall hear. Yes, there will be. Hold on. There will be. You haven't seen anything yet. And be afraid. Read, read, read Psalms chapter 2. Okay. Read the word of God. Read scriptures. And find out. Read revelations. Uh, chapter. Uh, well, chapter 20. See how, see how it climax. Okay. When the dead. Books were opened. They'll hear. The people shall hear. And be afraid. Yet nations, oh, uh, you, you know, you know, that, that cousin, that friend of yours that don't want to go to church, swear, curse, maybe, I don't know. They'll hear. If they don't hear in the church, they'll hear before the white throne judgment. But nobody gets away. See, if you don't hear in church, here's the blessed thing about hearing the church, because this is the judgment seat. Right now, when you sit down and hear the word of God, and you accept it. You're judging yourself. So now when you uh, finish. Life. Or when the Lord returns. There's no more judgment for you. When you stand before the throne of God. It's not for judgment. It's for a reward. How many times you clean the church up. How many times you tithe. And, and, and what did you do. You get that. It's your work. You're judged for work. If you never do nothing for God. Never do nothing for the church. Little reward. Amen. The people shall hear. And be afraid. Fear. Sorrows. Shall take hold of the inhabitants. Of Palestine. They're going to be afraid. Uh, sorrow grip them. You know like. A awful. Uh, when you hear. I get a, 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 a sound. Or a news of a tragedy. A close loved one just dies suddenly. 
And that's not even enough to describe the pain and the agony that they will go through. Okay, let me give you one more. Verse 15. I wish this beautiful. I hate to stop. Verse 15. Then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. Now you, you need uh, to know history uh, or your Bible. Dukes of Edom. Okay, the dukes of Edom, Esau. Edom is Esau. Esau is Edom, Jacob's brother. And how they, their, their children are against Malachi tells you. Okay, this, you know all of these. You become a Bible student. So you have to be a Bible student. This book, when you stand before, how are you going to uh, be able to, to instruct in the kingdom of God if you don't know this book? You got to know it. It's the law book. Of God, and you have to know it. And so, you're blessed of this church if you listen. Look what we've covered tonight. Huh? Then, the, then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of no. Okay, so here, here's nations that in uh, you have them in Genesis. All these nations in Genesis going through. You'll find them uh, in in some of them in Exodus, Leviticus, Numbers, Deuteronomy. Or even in Joshua, judges coming in. You read those books, Kings, First and Second Kings, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Chronicles. Uh, you get a history in, the, in the, the the prophets, the minor prophets, and also said, then the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. So you Esau and Jacob, I know the the war. Remember that they there was a, a war from before they were born. Eh? The mighty men of Moab. Who is Moab? So you need to know that. Otherwise you just read it. You don't understand. Moab was Lot's, um, Lot's uh, son. By one of his daughters. Uh, Lot's two daughter of One of Moab and Ammon. Okay. But. Uh, but how merciful God is. That Ruth. The Moabites came out of. Out of this. God is merciful, isn't he? Okay, so the dukes of Edom shall be amazed. The mighty men of Moab, trembling, shall take hold upon them. All the inhabitants of Canaan. You know the inhabitants of Canaan. That's when you go and you find all of these ites and bites and fights, Jebusites, uh, and all of these, you know, Etites and you know, you find them, the Philistines, and God sent Israel to go over and overturn them and take the land. Just like now, we are, we are supposed to overturn the kingdom of, of Satan and to take the kingdom. The, uh, the, uh, the kingdom of God is to press uh, and take uh, by force the kingdom or the darkness, push them back. Amen. All the inhabitants of Canaan shall just melt away. A fear grip them. Amen. Those nations and this the city that we're looking for, God is going to give it to us. Isn't the word of God wonderful? I I thank God and I wish I had more time, but we'll pick it up again. Isn't that 